0: The views expressed on this podcast belong to the Black Cinematic Universe and are not affiliated with or influenced by any other entity. It is intended for all adult audiences. We are just a few brothers trying to offer our unique perspective on topics that we all love. Those topics include movies, shows, and content related to comics, sci-fi, and pop culture, as well as anything else that may come across the radar from time to time. We have a lot to say about the world of entertainment, and we want to make you laugh along the way. Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Sit back and enjoy.
1: Welcome back to the Black Cinematic Universe. You have officially landed on another planet. I am JDIV. I -I am J, and we have the squad in the building. We got live. What's up, man?
0: Hey, what's happening? Dang, what up? What's up, fellas? Let's get it going.
1: Rob, what up, man?
0: Ready to take a naked bath. James, you
1: (laughs) ready? Nope, nope, nope. Don't (laughs) do it. James,
0: I don't know how I follow
2: that. I'm I'm good. I don't know how I follow that, though. (laughs) (laughs) But. Uh, In his defense, like, how do you take a not-naked bag? Let's keep it moving.
3: Thank you. For
1: real, for real. Uh, Don't bathe with your clothes on. Yo. They
4: did it in weird plants.
1: Man, you know what? I'm not even going to do the intro. Live, just get on with the news and rumors, man.
5: All right. First up, Amazon just renewed Hunters uh, starring Al Pacino for a second season. I really enjoyed the first season. Um, It did kind of leave room for, you know, a continuation of the story they introduced. So Mm -hmm. how y'all fellas feeling about Hunters getting a second season?
1: Oh, I was ready for it when the first season ended.
2: Yeah. And I think we mentioned it before, too, man. Amazon been on point like they they might not drop as much content or at least as much content that draws my attention. But when they drop something, man, it's official. Like uh, Hunters was official. The boys was official. You know, it's like. They starting to step their game up.
5: I, yeah, it's unfortunate. At this point in his career, like Al Pacino has like been doing a lot of bad movies. So when I first yeah. saw the trailer for Hunters, I ain't gonna lie, I was skeptical. I thought it was just gonna be some low budget trash. But after watching it, you know, I really did like it. And and you know, I'm I'm like you, Jay. Like I was looking forward to seeing the season right after seeing the first one.
0: So I, I gotta I gotta admit. I waited a little bit too long to watch Hunters and heard all of the hype and all of y'all having love for the show, (laughs) and and it felt very – not very underwhelming, but it was like, okay, I get it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as y'all did. We we gassed it up. Yeah, Yeah. we gassed gassed it up. I mean, I'll definitely check out the second season, but just watching, going through the first season, I was just like, this joint is not as good as the boys. Like somebody was like saying, I'd be better than the boys. uh, uh. it, 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 It got gassed up a lot for me.
2: Yeah yeah i had that feeling too but i I still liked it like it's you know um i think the boys set the bar so high uh that it's tough to follow especially with an amazon series and it kind of kind of had that same feel where like this fish in the water joins this group and it's like over the top and violent except um instead of superheroes it was nazis they was going after but it had that ultra violence and you know over the top kind of comedic action
5: yo i gotta ask this is something that bothered me man it's been like, I want to say like three or four properties, movies, shows that all center around Jews or Israelis having revenge plots and teams who go back and kill Nazis. <laughs> what would it would it be warranted if we ever saw a black African American movie like that? Ooh, man. Man. We I mean we, I'm asking, I'm asking, look, look, look. I know it's not gonna happen, but never. I'm saying that it's uh, never gonna I'm happen. I'm asking.
2: <laughs> no, actually, I think it's coming because the, the thing about Nazis is they're such an easy villain, like nobody agrees that they're good, yes. but it would have to be the Klan. So like yeah. it would be something like the Kuplex Klux mm-hmm, Klan yeah. or the skinheads, slave and, like, some, owners,
5: all stuff like that. Yeah, but it would and Django,
1: it have, have to be something that's so far out that is so far the bad guy on the heel side of that spectrum that people go yeah. no nah, i don't blame them yeah i'd be upset too
5: right
0: and i think that's why the clan yeah, has to yeah, be the clan yeah. you can't do the descendants of slave owners yeah. because the slave owners did yeah, crime the crime nah, really nah. right but the that's
5: a thing the yeah. these aren't these aren't descendants these are people who took a part in you know what i mean uh either in internment camps or something to certain right. right. Jim Crow, yeah. right. like right, so right. In, if you make it a movie that is a team in the 70s or something i'm not saying that's something i don't necessarily want to see i'm just saying that I, I think it's hypocritical that we can watch these movies but then if, if 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 there was something projected or i mean proposed like that for for black people to go back I mean, you think about some of the slave movies you've seen. There's no no worse villain than some of the people that you've seen in these movies. Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. That's True. Hold
4: no, hold on. You're not wrong. Hold on, we, we did have the Django, right?
2: Yeah, right. Django that's was probably yeah. You right? right. Yeah. Was, we, yeah. Hey Rob, hey Rob, we had what? I well,
3: heard we it had it the Django. We had the Django. <laughs> had,
4: um, the D, the D, D is silent, silent man. man. Jamie <laughs> Foxx told you. Yeah, how it be silent when I see it? I see a D. <laughs> <laughs> is the
5: right. What is it there, there for? Now. What is uh, it there yeah.
4: for? We- <laughs> yeah, it's there because it's supposed to say De Django. Uh, we had that, we had Dolomite. Dolomite did stuff like that. Um, oh, God, yeah. I don't know, but but they like- just they just I think prosecuted a um, like a 90-year-old Nazi, like, not too long ago. So,
3: yeah, that thing yeah. is
4: always ongoing. Going. It was horrific. Both things were horrific. Slavery, I don't compare yeah. it to. They just both.
2: That's why I think it's feasible, because we're at a, a time where, again, like, the Klan has been so vilified that they're almost looked at as Nazis, and we call them Nazis, and, you know, they're neo-Nazis uh, and all that yeah. stuff. So, like, race and and you know social strife are kind of like big topics now so i wouldn't be surprised if movie theaters can get going again that this wouldn't come up and it kind of is a similar only thing is people are going to say man that's just a black hunters or that's just a right, black you know right, whatever
3: yeah, you yeah know,
1: because everything's but, out already yeah
2: yeah but i would still watch it yeah. it would be good i'll, be, know, I like I'll go be honest i
5: did forget about django and that being sort of the, the theme of that movie you know what i mean yeah. i think it was a little bit probably because it was it was still current for him. He was really just getting revenge,
3: right? Right. Yeah. It wasn't
5: like he went back with a team and they was plotting on yeah, dudes right, that got right. away with all this stuff. And you know, now they're going back strategically and hunting them down. I mean, I even think about the lady who lied on Emmett Till. Like a, a, a character like that, you mm-hmm. know, like somebody like that would probably <laughs> this type too. of a This type of movie would would probably deserve to be on the list, you know? Yeah,
3: okay. The we're original like, Karen. like George D. like, okay, you're the original Karen.
1: She was.
2: She was like the pioneer. <laughs> like, she's the Karen, like, Rosa Parks.
5: Yes,
1: she, <laughs> <laughs> she really was, though. So she
3: was the original <laughs> Karen. OG Karen.
5: Yes. All right. So we also got Mulan, uh, the live action uh, take on the animated classic being released on disney plus in september um you know it's kind of good that you know disney plus decided to do that i think we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks about just sort of like hollywood getting over the fact that this stuff is not going to be in theaters man and just put it out so we can see it whether it's going to have a Mm -hmm. cost associated or not just give it a try like we got to get some of this content released on these streaming services that are going direct to video i mean direct to streaming so that you know, well, at least we can get some benchmarks on how well these films can do. Right. Yeah. Mean, yeah, I think.
4: Milan, I don't feel like crying. I don't feel like crying, so I, I can't do it. Pocahontas <laughs> I'm glad heart. you went first on there, Tom, since you've <laughs> <the> got one. <laughs> the movie. I don't feel yeah. like it, man. I'm
0: emotional enough.
3: <laughs> hey, Dane, what was
4: you saying? I
0: just-, <laughs> I-, I just hope that it sets a precedence. I-, I think that, like Loft was saying, it's time for them to get over this holding back the movies and and this is a movie that could possibly do very well because it's going to appeal to kids and then the 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 generation that was a kid when the original came out they might you know step up and go see it too and and it's going to be a lot of uh a lot of potential streaming going on with this so if it does well then that might open the door for like a black widow or something like that to finally come on there that's what we really want
2: that's what i was thinking i think the most Interesting thing about this um endeavor with Mulan is the way they're rolling it out. So it's like 30 bucks to pay for it, but as long as you keep your Disney Plus um access, you can always watch it. Oh, okay. So you uh, so, so you know that's, that's tight. I think that's the test. So again, people can rewatch it, they don't keep having to pay thirty dollars. So I think they're gonna watch and see how it does, and this may be the template for the future. Cause I'm that man, I'd be down with that if they put out Black Widow. I paid what? my thirty bucks. And, i'm gonna keep disney plus but and then that motivates people because yeah, right. it's, it's dollars for them because you got to keep that subscription once you get this little library and it, you know what
5: i mean value you it increases yeah. the likelihood that you see value in paying that high price because you essentially own you it and not only that what it
1: does is, if they drop a and if they drop a movie or if they drop content paid content every month what they do is they eventually get you paying an extra thirty dollars exactly. a month. Exactly. That's what I'm For content you. that they drop. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You're paying six dollars, but they right. drop two movies that you wanna watch. So for the month of September, you're paying sixty-six dollars for Disney Plus. Yeah. And oh now they got something in October, guess what? You drop another thirty.
4: So you're gonna be yeah. paying three hundred and sixty dollars a year. Yeah. I mean,
3: I mean, I don't know. What you you, you
4: might depending
5: on how how many times you went to the movie in the past, you might have been spending that anyway. It's just a different, right. it's just a different format now. But
2: yeah,
5: I, I think I'm, I mean one Disney, they don't need money. They could print their own money, right? Mm-hmm. So if anybody can do this, it's them. But I think some of the resistance to doing straight to stream probably has a lot to do with the theater industry. You know, right. them not wanting these companies that have streaming services to sort of delve into that Mm -hmm. so i think disney they own everything they can do that but i think some of these other you know um companies they not really willing to let this stuff be streamed directly so i think that's some of the challenge you might see with other films
2: yeah and i think this is simultaneous too i mean for the places that are actually open due to COVID 19 i think it's going to come out in the theaters as well so in the future I just like having the option. You know what yeah. I mean? So if I want to go see it in a movie theater, I can. Heck, I might watch it in the movie theater once. And knowing I'm probably keeping Disney Plus anyway, I might drop that 30 if it's, you know, in-game or something like that, then I'm going to watch a 100 times anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I might drop the 30 and then, you know, um just continue to watch it over and over in HD quality. But here's quality, my, but here's you know my what question I mean? with
0: that, because Endgame is free. Infinity War is free. All of these other... High profile yeah if you movies, wait yeah, you're now. gonna wait right you but know what, what i'm saying yeah. is like at what point do these movies become free anyway like if i go to the movies to watch mulan i'm not watching right. it again in the next three months unless my daughters are begging me so i could just yeah, wait but
2: see that's what's gonna get you is the daughters yeah you know
0: it didn't it didn't get me with trolls yeah. too they still waiting for that to come out for free <sighs>
2: <laughs> and then the uh, the fanboys are going to watch it You being reasonable, Dane. It's it's dudes that are like literally going to wake up and go to sleep, especially if it's as big as Endgame oh, was. Because it's it, it, you got to think about it. There's people that went to see it three or four times. Like how much money did they end up spending in the, in the end of that, mm-hmm. where they could have just went to the theater once? Yeah. No, with, I, and then I hear, 30. I hear I what that. Dane's saying, but I think, I yeah, think yeah,
5: I think in, in realistic terms, if a movie came out like Black Widow that Dane really wants to see, just like the rest of us, he. Not not going to wait and be like, it's going to be free next year. He going to no, no, want to see it in real time. I was
0: saying, if, if I saw it in the theater, I probably wouldn't pay for it on Disney.
4: Well, you know, Disney has votes, so they'll probably take and remove those movies every once in a while. Well,
1: here's the thing. Like, point, yeah, and to love's point, like, when you, when the theaters were open, think about it. You and your girl go see a movie. That's $30. Yeah. Like, right. right
3: yeah. $30. Right.
1: So with that being said, if you wanted to go see, like when Black Panther came out, I saw Black Panther, what, three times? Mm. Right. Like Because I saw it once by myself, I saw it once with my homeboy, and then me and a bunch of people from church all went as a group. So I probably spent close to $60 watching
4: Black Panther. No, hold up, three times three is nine. You spend $90.
2: and you ain't had the benefit of pause and rewind too so you know you saw it three times where if you'd have got it at home you could pause rewind fast forward Exactly.
1: i can stop you know
2: these nerds looking for easter eggs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that man they're gonna love this you know and and it's probably gonna be even you know some of the the podcasts and youtube shows that break down all this stuff they're gonna love it Mm because they're gonna be able to slow motion and rewind yeah, and we'll be, and, be able know, to re- watch because
1: then we'll be like exactly. no, okay we drop it once unless it's depending on the movie yeah man i'm i'm,
4: yeah, I'm with i you. would definitely so buy Black so, Widow.
5: so here's another question right Black even Widow. even if they sort of give us the green light to go back to the movie theaters i know regal is sort of i guess starting trying, to trying yeah. to think about august 28th as a date right I still don't think you're going to get the audiences that you were used to because people are still uncomfortable and not really in a position to feel safe in the theaters with a whole bunch of other people. So even if you open up theaters, you're not going to get all of this revenue that you used to get. I mean, I'm sure they have people whose job is to figure out projections for cost and money and all of that. And it probably is still more profitable to do it. But I mean, Mm. I just can't understand why straight to stream isn't becoming more popular for some of these um, companies to try to get more money in the way that we're talking about. I just think you have a better chance of getting a million families to, pi- to pay
4: $30 you know, an initial weekend, which is comparable to a good weekend for most films. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be hard too, because it's a lot of homeless people that go to matinees. So you have to deal with <laughs> that in your mind while you're sitting in a matinee. That's how I feel.
2: That's exactly how I feel. Man, you might got to choose different movie theaters. Right. right. <laughs> they do. A lot
3: That's of them
4: not... they watch movies. I think
0: they money and watch movies. Laugh. I think all of that is just resistance to change, man. I think any major change like that is just going to come with some form of resistance. And at some point, they're just going to be forced to to adapt. Yeah.
5: Yeah, like how 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 long are you gonna wait? If I mean this just keeps going on and on. We about to I don't even think we hit a second wave yet. So if the winter months come in, even if you open theaters, you gotta shut them back down. Like you can't keep pushing back these films that were shot two years ago.
0: Right. You know like
5: you think about what that impacts for, especially a cinematic universe like Marvel um and their rollout of films, it's just pushing back and delaying all of that. And again, that whole time you're not making no money. Yeah, right, right.
1: And I think I think the, the biggest thing, because then we got to move on to the next joint. Like I think the biggest thing is, like, there, there's that little sliver of, oh, if we can find just the right cut, we can drop this movie and make a bunch of money off it. You know what it is? They're trying to catch a falling knife. Like they see, okay, here's what's, if we can do this just right, if we can time this just right, we can make a profit and not lose too much money and have people go into theaters and then we can flip and do what they did with the, uh, invisible man joint. Oh, it dropped yeah. in theaters, and then two weeks later, oh, everything shut down. Now we're dropping it on pay-per-view. Now we've made right. the best of. I think I really think they're trying to catch that yeah. falling knife and try to figure right. out how can we stick our hand under this at the right, right moment to where we can benefit the most without losing so much money in one process yeah. or the
3: other.
0: Oh, AMC, that's the model. AMC already figured it out. That's the model we got
2: to do. And, and also. What they're really what they're really I think that a lot of this stuff will start dropping more once they can start filming again. Yeah. I think that a lot of these um um studios are nervous because they don't really have finished films to put out. So they're holding on to these because if they release them too soon, then they got nothing yeah. you know on the bench. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think once they start filming again, we'll start seeing stuff roll out a little faster. And it's probably gonna go digital just to get it. Out the vault.
4: Yeah, that's probably true. I never heard of a fallen knife. I'm going to try that. The please, please, the don't try that, <laughs> please don't try that, <laughs>
2: Aliens don't try that. Watch aliens.
1: Yo, Rob gonna come back his fingers. Yo, yeah. <laughs> <Just, laughs>
4: <just, laughs> oh. this. this is crazy. This <laughs> dog. All right,
1: lost. What else, man?
5: Yeah. So, um, they, the news dropped this week that the director of Candyman uh, in the re- reboot that they have coming out. Her name is Nia DaCosta. She's actually also being set up to direct Captain Marvel two. So I guess there's two bits of news: you got a new director, you know, and 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 namely a black woman uh, being set in the director's chair. But you also got confirmation that there now be a Captain Marvel two. I don't know that we had any doubts that there would be a sequel. um, But how you guys feeling about that? Can't be worse, man. I think the uh, worst.
1: <laughs> Yo, just because you get a new head coach don't mean the team's gonna be good. <laughs> I, you know, right.
0: it, wrong. it can not help. It can't be worse than what we got the first time.
4: It can't, it can't, it can't hurt. <laughs> I mean to me, times have really, really changed to have a black woman directing a white woman. Uh-uh. I ain't never seen that <laughs> like head, that. Your your head, head. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my, my so whole show was, was, so that, was Brie Larson going to come back on the street? Uh-uh, no, you didn't. I ain't got time for that.
2: <laughs> she's going to have
4: braids. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh,
0: my like, so baby. They, <laughs> they already casted Um, my girl in that joint to be the grown-up version of the little girl, and she's going to be a superhero, too. Um, Is that Monica oh, Rambeau? Yeah, Monica Rambeau. That's Monica Rambeau. Yeah, Rambo, so Monica. Yeah. We know and Monica she Rambo. ends
5: up getting the powers at some point yeah, in the comic book, right? right.
0: She has she current, yeah. They both have powers in the comic books right now. So Monica, Rambo yeah. Then you know, then you know the is. director is gonna make sure that she has a prominent place right. as a I friend. Hope. Yeah, since I
5: she's hope. a sister.
2: Yeah. So I, I my uh, my hopes is that they kind of heard some of this feedback and they just take it into consideration because I don't think that. You know the blogs and the 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 web has really been kind to Captain Marvel. Like it's kind of just an afterthought,
5: and it wasn't. Especially, to me, it's not all about Brie Larson either. Like the way they right. did the scrolls, the yeah, the, the way they did Nick Fury, yeah. it was just like thrown together. And and I, I know we've all said this before. We we looked at that film like this Bridge movie that they threw together just to get her in there and to have it be where the cinematic universe didn't have, wasn't absent of a prominent female superhero. And, you know, it's just, that's the times we live in. You know, people are reactionary and trying to answer, you know, some of the the public cries for, you know, again, equality. And so we seen that in Captain Marvel 1. That's why I think I'm a little bit more optimistic. I think they'll have more time to develop a better story, really figure out what her films are going to look and feel like yeah
2: i'm hoping that like because i didn't enjoy um captain america the first one you know what i mean and they kind of flipped it and and made it better so right. like hopefully they can do the same thing what i think is the most interesting is that this girl is so young she's only like 30 years old like candy man they must have watched the treatment for that and was like oh yeah she the next thing yeah. because she doesn't have a whole lot on her resume she's kind of got um like some independent movies and she's got something with Tessa Thompson in it that I never saw one of those kind of indie dramatic movies, mm-hmm. but, um, it sounds like Candyman or whatever connection she made through making Candyman kind of put her on yeah. the map. Cause this is a big step up is- in terms of what her career but that's not,
5: that's not actually, that's actually pretty common for Marvel. They've done that. In quite right a yeah. Few films. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. But like the, the, um, with
4: this movie, it's a lot of weight on, on Nia's um, shoulders because look at what the guy did at uh, Black Panther, man. He broke records, and that yeah. was a
0: really good movie. Wasn't you it? Know, once again, You can't. Nah. It's Black not Panther's not the in the same. Yeah. I, 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 no way I way think the the it's the opposite nah. because I think the public opinion of the first one was not that high. So I think she sort of got free reign. It's sort of like a, a, a new coach coming in behind a bad coach the expectations ain't going to be that high for that new coach as long as he don't do what the last coach did. Right. I think she saw that. Exactly that's true. Yeah. And I I, yeah. the well, actress, I'm sure I, I was heard. saying uh, that Monica Rambeau is going to be played by Tiana Paris, who I personally love.
5: Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah I like her too. Yeah. Uh, one of the things when that also stuck out to me is that, again, we got a new director, but it's a woman for yeah. Captain Marvel, right? And that's the same right. thing they do with Wonder Woman. So, right. it just confirmed for me that Captain Marvel is Marvel's version of Wonder Woman, yeah, and they're going to right. always allow that to be sort of a women empowerment
4: production. Holder, that's older. cool, Stop and they got be to be better. Go Stop ahead. ahead. Stop the music. Stop the music. We finally mentioned Wonder Woman. Did you see the trailer when she grabbed on a lightning with a freaking lasso? I had to put it in there. Y'all disrespecting deeply. <laughs> Oh, we are gonna get around to it i'm pushing you sorry one, we i know time. he gonna
2: sidetrack me but i thought that was the corniest thing yeah, i was blown uh to the
3: next
5: yeah, i guess yeah um yeah th- we also got news that John wick five <laughs> has been confirmed by Lionsgate and that they really looking to probably film parts four and five together back to back. Uh, I think, I think my, ma- <laughs> yeah, and you know, I think they did that with the Matrix. Like, it's something about Keanu, man. He puts the work in, makes these successful <laughs> films, and then they, like, these studios can't get enough and, like, do it back That's to back. That's
1: gotta be what it is, because it's like, yeah. it's gotta be a Keanu thing, because they're just... They just lit. Oh no, we're doing that. All right, cool. Well, we're just gonna do four or five at the same time. We got him. Here. We yeah. might as yeah. well use him. <laughs> that
4: might be, an agent. that it might be his agent.
2: Not, that too, but I also think it's a, a symptom of uh, COVID nineteen too. Again, content. They like, man, we knew he was gonna make a five probably anyway. If we got Keanu wrapped up, let's just knock these You're two right. out so we can keep it moving. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
5: He's I mean, he
2: the man. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta think of what they do. Lord of the Rings, they did those productions. Uh, a couple Marvel um productions they did back to back. Like, yeah, he I, just, man, I always they
1: get the he, Harry Potter back to back.
2: He just picks good franchises, man. Like yeah, I don't know what it is, but he finds a
5: way to reinvent himself over and over again. Yeah, for for that that amount of actors, for for for, for. yeah, but a, yeah
1: lot but a lot of these they actors, were, they were got filming. so many. They had eight of them. They were filming them back to back. They had to be.
4: That's crazy. That's crazy.
5: For a lot of these films, you got so many actors to try to put them in the same schedule, but then you also got all these costs. So I always looked at it like Lord of the Rings and and, and sort of Avengers. Like it probably save money to just film mm-hmm. them back to back. Yeah, right and right. you had everybody there already. You could do all the scenes. You don't, you don't have to worry about Robert down other films and stuff like that being a conflict. So but but when I look at John Wick, I don't necessarily look at that as like this big high budget film that's going to be really hard to to sort of get everybody scheduled together. So I was a little surprised to see that they might film it back to back. But again, like James said, it probably has more to do with, hey, man, let's just knock these out. We need to catch up. We need that money. And Keanu's probably about a short sure thing
4: you gonna get right, right now yeah he looks exactly. he looks really good for his age too he doesn't look like worn out did he ever do cocaine or anything like that
2: <laughs> how are we supposed to know right.
5: that <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't been hanging out with keanu <laughs> i
4: don't
5: think so though keanu's a pretty cool dude they say he's so down to earth man i, I know yeah, i always think yep. about that youtube video where they just found him randomly riding a train in new york yeah and, and he'd be giving up his seat to people yeah, and like yep.
1: Bro, but Keanu but, went through a lot though. Like he likes to, he lost like his wife and his daughter in like a oh, year of man, each other. Up, yeah, yeah. Like man. Keanu's been through a lot, so yeah. I'm I'm always excited. I, Keanu's one of them people where even if the movie is bad, I'm gonna support him just because of I didn't him.
4: Have that. I'm gonna give him a cocaine pass. Oh.
2: Another point too is that um he's kind of a hot commodity um with again with COVID and the and the delays they might have been like look he might not have had a window after like you know two years down the road or whatever because oh, he's got right. something else coming right. up they probably were like all right let's do these back to back and then get him out because he got a lot of uh probably roles coming up yeah you know
5: what's funny you know the role that i kind of wanted for him i always wanted him to do the voice for silver surfer yeah and yeah, i know I that there were, i think there were talks that marvel want, wanted him in their universe somehow really bad i, I know marvel always wants everybody but Right. You know, I think with 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 him doing something like that, he always had a surfer voice to me anyway. He probably got to do a lot to do with Bill and Ted, but, you know, he still talks like that. So that will be yeah. cool. point break. I can't forget about point break. Yeah. yeah. So also speaking of comic books, man, we got news coming out of HBO Max, which has <laughs> launched its own streaming service recently that they are thinking about developing a Catwoman series. Uh, with zoe kravitz starring so that news was kind of news to me i just saw that come out of left field but
4: (laughs) i'm curious how you guys feel about it i'm all in i'm all in with anything dc comics and you know it's on hbo max so you know it's probably rated r we get to see a different side as long as they have a good writers and good directors i think this can work I think it really really
2: to work i'm down yeah i think it's interesting i like zoe kravitz so um that part has me excited it's just that i don't know what uh, michelle pfeiffer did it right but I, I just don't know if anybody um i haven't seen a good version of catwoman in a minute now yeah. like they've all been so bad that um it doesn't get my hopes up i'm hoping that they can do her you know, character some justice this time, but we'll see. At least they have a good actress, like Rob said. Yeah, just got to get the writers on board.
5: And um, it's, you know, this is the other thing about Catwoman. I think what as the Black Cinematic Universe, it's important for us to acknowledge that when it comes to Catwoman, everything good about why people like her came from a Black woman. Eartha kit set the persona that we now see as Catwoman that everybody likes. Yeah. No, nobody was doing that. You know, and and I don't know if y'all ever, when y'all were kids, maybe even watched the Adam West Batman series, but Eartha Kitt did embody like a cat or feline personality when she was being right, Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. There was another white woman playing Catwoman on the same show, and I never understood yeah. that. Yeah, it was weird. I don't yeah. know what happened. I don't know if like one lady if, like quit or, and they just replaced it without saying anything. I don't know what the context was, but that lady didn't do none of that. And so then, obviously, Halle gets the role, messes it all up, probably takes us ten steps back. (laughs) I
1: I, I don't blame that. I don't blame that on Halle Berry, though. What? Like
5: (laughs) she shares the responsibility at least. She
1: shared it, yes. But soon as they say
5: Halle, we want you to hoop and play this man one on one with cat powers. (laughs) If you already got an Oscar, you should say something. Okay, I, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Right, that. I stand corrected. And James, and it was like a dance battle, hooping. <laughs> it, was. it was so bad.
3: <laughs> man. That man—that's
2: where the '90s and the 2000s failed us. There was a lot of bad scenes like that, like Daredevil, right. um, the jump where Ben Affleck has some wax scenes like that, yeah. and Electra. It was just like I don't know what they were doing with superhero movies back then, right. but right. yeah. <laughs> but again, it was poorly written the whole time. So. Um, I think that, that H- Hallie shares the, the brunt of it, especially being a star, but she didn't have a whole lot of good material to work with. Anytime, like you said, they just got a dance hoop battle in the script. She should she, she probably say something. Yeah. She should have been
1: like, hey, I, I don't necessarily think this is a good idea.
5: Right.
4: That was just a terrible decision. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. I love Zoe Kravis, but I think for me, I just have to see what she looks like in the Batman when it comes out and how they. Mm-hmm. Sort of introduce who she is because i guess you know how can we really tell whether we're going to be interested in that cat woman if we haven't seen it yet so right mm-hmm. i mean they could i mean hypothetically she could have her own original take just like Heath ledger took joker and did something different she could really take this thing somewhere else which would probably be a good thing but I mean, until we see it, it's gonna be hard to get excited about something like a series that we haven't even seen the original uh, iteration yet. Yeah,
3: right.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be. It's if she does what you're saying she she should do, then it will be really and and the writing is good. Then it will be really good, but if not it's gonna suck oh yeah it's yeah. gonna suck
2: i'm actually surprised that if the character is getting buzzed like maybe they're just trying to pump up hbo max but i'm surprised that they didn't take it to where she got her own spinoff like a movie as opposed to a television show so i'm curious you know just why
5: the... they do every? What? i mean i don't always like to, to buy into this dc versus marvel thing but it's just you can't deny like every time marvel does something dc tries to do the same thing yeah. And I don't, I don't doubt that they're literally saying, how can we spin off some of our DC characters in their cinematic sort of movies into mm-hmm. streaming shows and series? Because a lot right. of times the price might be less, like right, right. you can have, you can probably make the same money from HBO Max and shoot something on a smaller scale over the same amount of time for far less of a budget and make way more profit. So I think, yeah. you know, when you see Falcon and Winter Soldier, that is had a huge budget, but that was sort of Marvel investing in something they wanted to have success with other series coming later. They're not oh, going to be investing that kind of money in the rest of their series.
4: As long as it doesn't yeah. look like
5: Hercules
4: and Xenia. <laughs> Xena <laughs> That's right.
2: CW show.
4: That show was horrible. <laughs> That's the it's only awesome. thing, well not the
2: only thing, but that's one of the things that takes me out of the CW shows. You gotta kinda suspend um belief a little
5: bit because the, the um CG you know effects are not good, man. Yeah. And when I think about Catwoman, like what's the greatest thing she could do is some flips and scratch you in the face? Right. Oh, <laughs> I mean I'm just like again, sounds like again,
2: gun. I think it's weird because like uh, they're messing up because Marvel least they have their um theatrical releases established and then they're going into some of the streaming stuff dc needs to have characters people want to (laughs) see on the big screen like we we still really ain't had movies where we like yeah this i mean maybe with wonder woman um and the jury's still out on what part two is going to be like and then batman but outside of that like their theatrical releases are a mess so out you would think that hey if they had a character that they could spin off they would be like, man, let's just give her a movie franchise. And they're giving everybody else one even when
5: they're not as interesting. So I, I don't know. Yeah, you forgot uh, Aquaman. Oh, yeah, <laughs> To, yep, to, to them, that's one of uh, their successes, even though they had an octopus playing the drums in it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the worst, man. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, but that would be interesting to see how it all pans out. I'm down. They should let Snyder direct it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh,
1: that would be, be something like that. At least like,
2: that to get buzz.
1: It would it get a lot of buzz before it started, and then once it started, it'd be up to. <laughs> it's like yeah, you can get a whole lot of buzz until the season start. <laughs> so, speaking of previews and looking at, you know, looking at what's to come, the trailer watch for this week, we had a couple different trailers. Um The first one was Judas and the Black Messiah, starring Daniel. What's his name? Lakeith Stanfield and what's the other dude's name? Daniel. How you say his last name?
5: I think Kaluuya. Kaluuya? Daniel Kaluuya. I think Kaluuya. Kaluuya. I think. Kaluya, oh, still... Excuse me, man. I ain't even trying. So. <laughs> oh good. I just called him DJ. Need the dude from Get Out. That's
1: that's his <laughs> last name. Out, yes. Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> <Kaluuya. He>, uh... <laughs> so yes. They have the uh, they have the joint Judas and the Black Messiah.
5: Yeah, Who's so that, that yeah, so that that film pretty much is. It looks like it's going to be a biopic um, centered around Fred Hampton, Hampton, the revolutionary Black Panther. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I don't know why personally. I don't know how y'all feel, but I always have been intrigued and interested in more stuff um, being done about the Black Panthers. Like, especially in this day and age, it's just important to learn about their stories. And to me, you know, I think a lot of ways society tried to make them anti um, or like terrorists and stuff like that. So maybe that's why we don't see as much done about them. But I think if this can do well, maybe we'll learn more about some or see
4: more stories from the Black Panther Party. I'm I'm personally I'm really excited because didn't Daniel Kalula work in um, Black Mirror? Wasn't he in Black Mirror?
3: Yeah, he was and he
4: was gonna get out, man. He is a. I'm guessing this is Daniel, What I'm talking about Daniel, because that last name he has to be the darker one. And um, I'm I like you said, like we need movies like this because it shows how society turned on blacks to try to do things for themselves, like Black Wall Street. That yeah. story needs to be heard. We didn't bother anybody. They bothered yeah. us. Yeah. You know, it, it was a group of hateful. White people, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it was, and it was bad, you know, and we did try to do things on our own. So I'm very, very excited,
2: you know. Hey, and is the is this a Ron Kugler film too? I
4: don't know. I didn't,
5: the director? I didn't, I didn't, on I didn't see who the director was.
2: For some reason I thought it was Kugler, but either way, like um DK, as I call him, dude from Get Hope. He, he's man, he's such a good actor. I'm excited about it. I kind of wish he looked more like Fred Hampton. Right, but he looks like-
5: nothing like him.
2: <laughs> but I'll I'll let that pass just right. for the for, you know the caliber of acting that he brings. And and you know, Lakeith Stansfield always brings it. So mm-hmm. and I like the dichotomy how like you know, it shows it from his perspective that Judas, you know, angle to where he kind of was an informant for the FBI is, mm-hmm. you know um, and portraying um, Fred Hampton as the Black Messiah, so I think it, it, it looks good, man. The trailer definitely got me hyped.
4: They better have a Phoenix Shakur in this joint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that- <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure they'll have-,
1: have. I just looked. It is produced by Ryan Coogler. Produced, oh, okay. okay. I, produced I thought by- we had yeah, something yeah, to do it. Yeah,
4: yeah. Produced,
2: okay. Coogler doing this thing, man. He
1: that- is. That- he has done, that- bro.
2: Hey,
1: man. Coogler he makes me feel bad because he's only like eight months older than me. Judd <laughs> like out here working, and I'm over here
4: regular. Daniel, Daniel's <laughs> you, eight months older than
1: you. No, Ryan Coogler oh. is like eight months older than I am. Yeah, so that-
5: so hey, James, you might know sort of the answer, and Rob, you might know this too. But Judd Judd Apatow kind of used to use similar or the same actors a lot, right? And they like would be sort of like a crew, and then even if they didn't do any of his movies, they would be in stuff together. I kind of feel like that's what's going on with Jordan Peele's Get Out crew. It's like Lakeith and Daniel. It's like I I keep seeing these same people. And maybe that's just a product of Hollywood not having given as many opportunities to different black Mm -hmm. actors and actresses. But I'm starting to get a sense that that maybe they're building a little fraternity. Yeah,
1: Think about it. It's been like that for other people all the time. So now we're getting to to the point where we have the pool and we have the leverage to say, Oh, okay. Like we're producing these films now. Like it's not just a bunch of white product or predominantly white studios producing films. Now black people are producing films and black, black studios are producing films so with that being said they're like oh well since we're producing we can hire anybody we want well we made this movie That's and true. this movie was That's good true. let's add let's take from people from this good movie we made and let's put them in another good movie so you
4: see yeah. you're saying the chemistry is, right yeah. yeah and then i like Seth, too, Seth yeah. Rogan used to just like
5: he keeps having these movies with different people that you know he did other movies with and they mm-hmm. just keep they keep right. they like working like, together and stuff like that. And yeah. I mean, and like like, Jay
1: said. You gotta have that chemistry to act, especially right. act well.
2: And then, like Jay said, like we're in positions now that we can do it. Yeah. Like we're writers, we're producers, we're directors. So it's like, you know, it was easy for Apatow to do when he was writing, producing, and directing. The same thing with Seth Rogen. Adam Sandler did the same thing. So um now with Kugler, he, he has that, he's producing, you know, and, and a lot of people don't um, Giving props for it, but Will was big on that too. He was definitely like mm-hmm. making sure that he had people and was putting people on Eddie Murphy back in the day was big yeah. for that. Like rocking them, give him a lot of props. So we're just seeing more um, black um, people with power to do that now. You know, yeah. it's not as, as few and far between. You know
5: what? You just made me think about how certain comedians really sparked other legends and Hall of Fame of comedians just off their support early on in their careers when they were nobody. Mm-hmm. Eddie probably did that for Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock would probably agree with that, having him in Boomerang. Um, but also, he did that with Martin. Like, he would put these young comedians in stuff, mm-hmm. ice cream started to do that with his films
1: he did he it with really... dave chappelle think about it dave chappelle oh yeah dave chappelle yep. Dave Chappelle was reggie in the nutty professor
5: yeah and he wasn't and he wasn't I mean, as well known at that time yeah
1: he was just some random comedian some random skinny dude and they was like hey get up there and do a two-minute set and he was like all right
5: so that's one of my biggest criticisms of kevin hart It's like for him to be the biggest black comedian right now it's like you don't see him create opportunities for another comedian to come out of nowhere his his close circle of friends yeah. a lot of them are comedians and i think he puts them on a the platform but he yeah. but he hasn't even put any of them in his major tempo yeah. films to give them a room to be the funniest dude little, in the movie he did a little with tiffany haddish yeah like, but to me she was I'm already her, popping
1: yeah but she was True. already popping True. Like, True. tiffany haddish got her tiffany haddish was different because like first of all to last point yes. Kevin Hart kind of does that thing where, because if you notice, he's been talking about his circle of friends since his first stand-up special. But the difference is, like, Kevin, I guess Kevin Hart, and if you, for lack of a better analogy, it seems like Kevin Hart is trying to do the LeBron thing, or really the J. Cole thing, not even the LeBron thing, because people know who LeBron's friends are that are making money. Whereas J. Cole put all his homies on, and nobody even knows who them dudes are. Like, yeah, I'm gonna put y'all on because I'm on. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But the difference is LeBron put his friends on and now his friends are putting other people on. Whereas, and it seems like Kevin Hart is doing kind of, well, look, I'm doing well. So I'm gonna put people that are around me to do well, but I don't necessarily need to reach that far out of my circle in order to go get somebody that's up and coming like you're going to want to work with me so you're going to figure out a way to work with me whereas Eddie Murphy was intentional about grabbing Red Fox, Chris Rock.
5: Yeah. Um Red, Red Fox. Friar.
1: Yes, he Red grabbed Red, Red. Red he grabbed Red Fox from uh, for Harlem Knights. The only reason he did it he Oh, just Fox. to
5: kind of pay back to the
1: people, yeah. Eddie was intentional about going and grabbing people and yeah, putting in his stuff for yeah. so that. He was like, "Man, I gotta right. look out for people because yeah, exactly. yeah." Like, and it, to your point, it doesn't necessarily seem like Kev is doing that, but I think part of that was because Kev got so big that it seemed to me that Kev stopped being hungry.
5: I don't like, think it's Kev that. I think I think he's one of hard the hard. hardest working and, and biggest hustlers in the hard, game. Though. But I think I think the difference is is that, like you said, I think Eddie was not only the center of his movies; he was in a position to have leverage to say these are the people I want in these roles. I oftentimes think that Kev is chasing money so that he can take the biggest paycheck and then pour back and invest into his own production. Wow. And I think that he has a new series. He has a new series that he's putting out on quibbly where I think he plays like a, a spy really or something like that. And I think those are the things where he's trying to create his own space so he could do what he wants, but maybe he just doesn't have the leverage yet because, you know, a lot of his biggest f- films are like buddy flicks. It's like him and yeah. Ice Cube and, or him and The Rock. It's not just this is Kevin Hart's film and he it's the mm-hmm. funniest film I've ever seen. Right. So he just really don't have the cachet and the record and resume that Eddie probably had to be able to do right. that. Um, and that's it. It's interesting, though,
2: because like um, we were kind of saying, and I don't know if this stuff will come up, maybe he'll be in a better position to do it now. But like with Mackie, like, man, you top billing, you Kevin Hart, you could probably pull in a couple of your comedian friends if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Give him a Mm -hmm. little bit of shine. And he might be doing it. Then we might just not have noticed them or they might not be big yet. And, you know, in hindsight, we'll look back and be like, oh, man, Sam Smith was in that gym. I ain't even know (laughs) Kevin put him in it. You know what I mean? So. We'll see. Because uh, it can't be that hard to get cameos, man. Like, people be putting their cousins in these movies sometimes. They might not have <laughs> the biggest speaking part,
4: but you can get them in there. But I, I have yet to see any of the Plastic Cup boys in any movie. Yeah, that's what and, I was and, saying. And, and we have seen uh, Arsenio Hall star in a right, movie. Right, right. <laughs> Alongside Eddie, like, Come yeah, man, yeah. Bring, bring your boys in, man. Kevin, bring them in, man. I'm quite sure they got talent cuz they they don't even open they don't even do a short opening act really for his his stand up.
5: No, nah, yeah. they do. I, they do? I, yeah, like they okay. generally most of them will open for him. I think some of them are doing other things where they write for him. But ah. um you know like two of his boys in particular, man, they open up for him and they do their own shows and do their own tours and they are hilarious, man. I, and that doesn't always translate onto the screen, the big screen for everybody. Everybody might be a good comedian, might not be a great comic comedic actor so that could be a problem too i mean he can't he can't change that that's something they got to get better at yeah, yeah but at the same time i just think if it was eddie he'd have them in his movie say a real funny line in a barbershop or something like that yeah. you know it don't have to be a big role but you know you consistently was going to see eddie boys and, and
4: brother, he let his brother come in he, he, he did work people into yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, like Drake did with like ch- with Chubbs and all them. Yeah, you need that strong team. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh, the next trailer, Rage by Wolves. Um. Did anybody get a chance to check? Or let me ask you this: Everybody had a chance to check it out. Who actually checked it out?
5: Yeah, I did.
2: Yeah, I
4: did. Rob ain't I watch I ain't watching no dad. He's <laughs> 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 you know, like, thing I don't like that picture. No that first picture. I believe that. <laughs> I tell us that a long no, time ago. I, I,
5: I thought it was impressive, man. Um, I, I couldn't really tell. It's one of those trailers where you see a lot of different dope scenes, but you don't really necessarily get a gist of the story. So yeah. I, I definitely was intrigued and interested and definitely would like uh to take a chance on it. But um, it looked like a sci-fi film, you know, definitely dealing with androids, it looks like, and possibly even, um, you know, uh, bioengineering and stuff like that. It looks like maybe even interplanetary war. I I don't know, but definitely Mm -hmm. looks intriguing and interesting. I want to check it out.
2: Yeah, with with really Scott, you just never really know what you're gonna get. His stuff is off the wall. Um, it kinda looks like less like aliens and more like a Prometheus kind of yeah. thing with the androids and but just his imagery alone, like I didn't I wasn't big into Prometheus and I can't remember what the sequel was, but um I enjoyed them, but just the visual of it was so interesting. Like he comes up with some dope looking stuff, even though sometimes his stories kind of lose me.
4: Yeah, so uh, wow. I just watched... Remember, you just had me watch that movie, Alien. Is that the same guy who did Alien? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing his name in the beginning. And that was my... That was a really, really good and gross movie. Thanks a lot. That milk scene <laughs> was disgusting. <laughs> like yeah, oh, yeah, they do. You look like a human. <laughs> it looked so nasty. Now, like
2: Now you got to... Now you gotta watch uh, aliens. Aliens, yeah. so part two. So I, mean, I am the re- re-education of Rob, man. But, it's taking a while, you know. <laughs> but
4: I, I can say this: <laughs> I, I could definitely, I could definitely say this. Prosthetics and CGI makes a huge difference. Yeah. So I'm
2: Yeah, I, I still like the original like real um me too. like special effects. Too, like it,
5: something about CGI still isn't quite there all the time.
4: Man, actually, um, man. For,
5: for certain movies you got it's better to do a mix of the two. Like prosthetics yeah, yeah, and mixed. CG. Like um, I agree with that. So speaking let me of ask y'all what something. it reminded me of, I don't
0: know if y'all ever saw uh, it. Let me ask y'all something. When it came to this trailer, did anybody else think about that Netflix movie Mother? because uh, maybe I'm the only one that saw that movie but the Netflix movie mother was about this Android that basically was raising kids raising hybrids and and like gonna restart the human race and it seems like the same thing just in a really Scott show
2: <laughs> nah I I heard you Dane but I haven't seen I can't remember mother like i watched I think I watched it but I, I don't remember what it was but um, this also gave me thoughts of Blade Runner too, like with the androids, and and I, honestly, there's some overlap there with Bishop and Aliens and Blade Runner and the Prometheus. Oh, yeah, yeah, right.
0: yeah but- I can't
2: remember Mother though, man. I know I saw it, but I don't even remember what the premise was.
0: It was like, I mean, the uh, you know the the futuristic, everybody's dead. Oh, I am Mother. Oh, Got I it. am Mother. Yes, I'm yes, right. yes, okay. But yeah, everybody, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. dead That's in the future, thinking. and the human race is pretty much non-extinct, and they have all of these embryos encased and they are the the android is trying to decide which ones to bring back to life and you find out and you find out throughout the movie that she's tried multiple times and ended up killing them and and then the the one that actually the one that actually survived realized that the, the the android was although raising her as her child was really like trying to cultivate a new, a new human race and control them, and right. then it, it sort of had yeah, that yeah. weird twist to it. The only difference is the the android didn't look human; you, it was clearly a robot. Yeah. And then when she like escaped yeah, right. the ship, it was a bunch of androids out there ready to stop her as well. That's right. I forgot about that, man. Yeah. See,
2: they ain't always come with the wild card. <laughs> you got memory, man, like an elephant. Yeah, I, I, I've <laughs> Hey, had but one of those also memories. too. One of the biggest things that impressed me, and it's probably because they need content, you know, kind of like with the Captain America Falcon thing. Um, But it seems like this budget was on point. This looked as good as potentially some of the movies that Ridley Scott has put out. So at least off this trailer, it seems like HBO or Warner or whoever's the actual producer on this put in some money into it because it looked movie quality production for a TV show, at least from what I could tell from the trailer.
4: I ain't seen it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, all.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> yo, guys, stop calling me that. Like, I get it. But at the same time, it throws me off. Like every single time.
3: <laughs>
1: I guess I got to get used to it, but still. <laughs> Yo, so the third trailer we got a chance to watch is Power Book Two,
3: <laughs>
1: and that's coming out on what September sixth, supposedly. Like we got release yeah, dates, right? yeah. so. of course, of course, these release dates can
0: change. Right,
1: but based on the trailer, what did y'all think?
0: I think they well, crazy. First... Oh, go ahead, James. Nah, go ahead, Dan. Oh, I-, I think they lo- They they didn't lost their mind by thinking we're gonna be interested in. Watching the show that is basically revolving around everybody's least favorite character of power. You you lost your mind if you don't think that that's All Stars got man. <laughs> <laughs> they no, not yeah. dumb. You, you're right about that. You're definitely right about that.
4: <laughs> is it a book or a movie coming out? Power <laughs> 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 Book. Dude, why didn't you watch <laughs> the <this> trailer, <laughs> man? <Yeah. laughs>
2: Hey, Rob, we got to do some show prep, man. <laughs> got to do
1: show prep, dude. Um, <laughs>
0: <man>. but, <laughs> but, no, it's a TV show. It's a stars TV show based on Power. It's like the first spinoff of Power. And this one is revolving around the son of James St. Patrick, or Ghost. And I guess this is supposed to be how it's going to show how his son becomes the new Ghost. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask y'all. Like, what do
5: y'all think this is? What do y'all think the storyline is gonna be? What do I was gonna ask y'all? I wanted to know how, what y'all predict how how this is gonna play out.
0: So at first, at first, I was under the assumption that this was gonna possibly mirror what James St. Patrick's life was like in order for him to become ghost. Until I realized that book three was gonna be about and Tommy, and James St. Patrick as kids coming up. And show them what they went through. So I don't think they're going to tell the same story twice. So now I think they're genuinely trying to make us be invested in Tyreek, who is a terrible child, and <laughs> and, have us, and have us watching how he does not take advantage of all of the benefits he's had in life by being a silver spoon kid and then try and go and be something that he really shouldn't even want to be. And I I, I mean, yeah. people going to hate watch it for sure. And, and right. Power, the name Power is going to carry some weight. So people are going to try it out. I just don't see how this could be as good as the first three seasons of the original Power. Because the last two seasons yeah, of Power. Right. I,
5: I, I was right. a fan of Power. And I was particularly drawn in the first season. I thought the storyline and the development was like sort of this hip hop, you know, contemporary sort of like soap opera, right? You had all these different things going on centered around this drug kingpin who was trying to get his life right and go legit. But man, that the, the writing just suffered so much uh-huh. over the later seasons that really I, I mean, the, I don't know if you attribute that to additional writers that they hired or if it's just been the same showrunner the entire time. I think it's a, I think it's just for the
0: money. They they didn't want to let go of the money.
5: Well, you're right, and I think but I think also sometimes people run out of ideas, you know, right. and they they get, they get thin on where to go once you mm-hmm. get past two seasons. It's like, right, right. Dang, I gotta keep coming up with new twists and maybe yeah. the people want to see this and that. And if you don't have a proper pulse and you're not creative enough, then maybe you just start messing up. But my, I got to say all that to say, I really hope that this Power Book 2 potentially brings in a new showrunner for its, so that it's its own thing or new writers that are right. doing their own thing. I hope That's, it's just not going to
0: suffer from the same stuff. They got to have more writers, but I I have a fear that they won't because if you look at the way they're setting it up, they got book two, book three, book four, and book five. They basically going to have a show for every season. This one and is- you're
5: right, Dane. If you do that, you probably do need to have everybody talking because right. if you can't contradict one another, exactly. especially if one of them is a prequel. Right. Right. Yeah. So I
0: think they I, I think they're yeah. gonna it looks it from, like they it. probably had a same showrunner and a, a litany of writers, but those writers will yeah. have to communicate with each other.
5: Oh okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna be the same showrunner, Courtney Kevin. Yeah. So yeah. she's still gonna do it, but and that was my, um, maybe they can get it back on track, but that was my biggest concern is that the writing got so it bad did. and it wasn't even necessarily the storylines. It was kind of like those small details and like yep. the story arcs, like ghost was the smartest dude in the world until season three. And then he just started doing dumb stuff. Like Tommy was doing dumb stuff. It just, I don't know. went downhill. And then Tariq was the worst of the worst. Oh like God. some of the things that he did and his story arc <laughs> just didn't make sense for a kid that had them same experiences. Right. Um, but we'll see where they go with it. I actually had to sit back and think, why would they go with this one first? But it's probably just because, like, if you did the Tommy and Ghost story first and then whatever other one they had planned and this one was the last one, nobody would watch yeah, it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So they like, man, let's put our weakest up yeah. first. Mm-hmm. We'll get it out the way. We know they're going to turn back. Even if they hate this one, they'll tune back in for the uh, Kane and Ghost and Tommy I asked, story. I you know last one what I mean? the Tommy joint, and that's
0: the, the one that everybody's
2: probably going to want to
0: see.
5: Right.
2: So it's like they kind of, you know, stacking it to where um, people's interest, because this this might be the worst. But hey, if they can pull it off and write it, I just it's going to be difficult for me to um, see how they can make Tariq interest. Even in the preview, he still seemed like the same Tariq, like (laughs) getting on my nerves in the daggone preview.
5: I think I think power benefited from having a niche in a market where there was no competition other than um, Empire. And I think yeah, Empire no was very, yeah, like Empire was different in a sense that it was on network TV. So, you know, I right. think for real, Power did have an opportunity to be successful in large part because I think the whack writing, the the bad acting, I mean, t- t- tons of people on that show are horrible actors. So, yeah, we just accepted it because there was nothing else better to really watch that dealt with, you know, the game. And so- yeah, yeah I, think, I think if power book two comes out and it sort of benefits in the same way i don't i wouldn't be surprised if we we're all still drawn back in <laughs>
2: to yeah, yeah. It. if it's interesting if they write it well i just wish it wasn't Tariq. in all honesty like i really think that um those first couple seasons were well well written and did a good job like you know even with that vacuum and, and lack of competition it did what it was supposed to do and it was interesting like you know, e- even people I work with and white boys and stuff was like, man, this is good. Like, once you got people watching it and they watched the first couple episodes, you was kind of hooked. I know, right? Like
0: I know exactly where the the original show fell off the cliff. They burned Kanan up in the building at the end of Hell, season, end of season two. And then season three, he's in D.C. at his cousin's house. Jack and all of them.
5: it started going downhill. Dame, James. Where was the baby daughter the entire time, right? right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why even write
0: her in there if you don't run her on the show? She was like, right, it like was so daughter, much uh, stuff like she was that. like the daughter from the Urkel joint, like she just went upstairs right. and it never came back. <laughs> and
2: and even like the storyline with Raina and stuff, like, all right, man, like my twin sister I got killed right. and it like he he shook that off like it was nothing and like was back to just being spoiled right. like he was more worried about go oh, you not treating me right you know what I mean and like instead of just like man his he got his sister killed and was just like eh, I'm back to being to real me about go said these e pills. still
0: mad about Raina? right
2: he, ca- <laughs> <laughs> he he cared about Kan he cared about you Kanan mean, more just, than rainer right. he did he, <laughs> he did re-
0: he really did
4: Big, I, have, but I, have a, I have a quick question. So, Power is basically a hood movie, and someone's a ghost. It's a show, man. <laughs> how, about just, how about you,
5: Jess? How about you, Jess? When
4: we get, get off it, the man, podcast, man. Just, just watch just
3: it. Just say
5: yes, James, so that he can just be confused. <laughs> <I don't
4: laughs> be I'm confused Which one now, of them is, is right. a ghost. <laughs> yeah, if you want to walk out of the fire, if All you right, want let's. let's... Uh, is, it, is that how he turned into a ghost when he walked out the fire? I don't understand.
1: Rob, nah. Rob watch the series, dog. Just watch it. because we, like, we, we, we only have an hour and a half, and it would take us three hours <laughs> to explain to you what power it is. But is it so, a real
4: ghost in there? Is it like spirit? No, just watch, know, just watch the
1: series. Watch I the series. I should have, it. have told you yes. To a lot of point I should say yes and made you confused. Just no, no, it. I had to ask because I'll
4: just keep <laughs> walking together <laughs> on the roof.
1: Speaking of Fiddler on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> we have a segment that we do called goat talk we talk about the best to do it the topic this week is who was the best in terms of best character who was the best evil child in a movie or a TV show
0: and why and and this is spinning directly off of ghost power, um, excuse me uh, Tyreek from PowerBook. Because Tyreek is Because Tyreek is at the top of my list of terrible children <laughs> who need to get yeah. beat. Who, <laughs> I've never watched the show. I've never watched the show so much where I every week I was like, would somebody just shoot this kid? Like, no, that's, yeah. that's... That gotta be the standard. When you say... Yeah. Yeah, I want right. this
5: child to die,
0: yeah. Like, I yeah. don't understand. I they, they did such a good job of making me hate him, and I don't know if it was just the bad acting. No, nah, you weren't alone, everybody hated him. Nobody yeah. in there in his life ever said, I
5: love Tariq, he's cool, <laughs> <Right>. Tariq. <laughs> and they put him in a position for that
2: too because they made him do a lot of stuff, like he was messing stuff up, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. and getting everybody in trouble. So, he, they even, he wrote even
5: did a social media clip where he was on an elevator. And they oh, yeah, yeah. because they consider him as Tyreek and you know I'm sure that that's based on his real life I'm sure he got a lot of mouth from people in his real life yeah. where people was upset with him.
0: People tried to square up with him in the elevator in the hallway yeah. randomly Yeah, I don't know if he gonna be on any of y'all list
5: uh, but you know the Lancaster kid uh, from Game of Thrones no no no,
0: no 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 Joffrey Baratheon is the only person worse than Tyreek <laughs> He's yeah, the only person. Oh, oh, oh. So, Joffrey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lannister.
3: Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. Joffrey yeah. literally oh, stopped was acting because of how much he
0: was going through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Off camera in his he, real yeah. life. Yeah, he was the devil. He's terrible. Yeah, he, he was. he kid was the worst.
3: They but, but, yeah. made
1: him that way, but he did a good job doing it. it That's
0: good. what I
2: was going to say. He, he was so interesting, and that character was so well written and well acted that it's like you believe yeah, it. it you know what I mean? Like, true. unlike Tyreek, where you just hated him because he was terrible, like, you hated this character because of the character yeah. itself. Yeah, like, character. you hated Joffrey yeah. Baratheon. Like, yeah. man, this dude.
1: <laughs> like, bro, like you want somebody to stab him for real.
2: Yeah, yeah. So many people were happy when he died.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> like
0: it, it, alert. it does not like make sense how many people celebrated after that episode when he died. <laughs> yeah.
5: But uh, one, one, one dude I had on my, my list was the kid from The Good Son. Uh, played by Macaulay yeah. Culkin. Yeah. Man, that kid. I mean, when we think about some of the most evil children in shows or movies, a lot of them might have been possessed. Man, he wasn't even possessed. Like, <laughs> he, just he was no like, just a terrible kid, man. Didn't have bad parents yeah. or
0: nothing. He was a stupid man. He had no yeah. emotion. Yeah, straight up. So yeah, okay. No emotion whatsoever. <laughs> Who else you have? have?
1: I have somebody that y'all probably didn't even, y'all probably never even heard of.
5: Uh, it uh, was, hit us it with came
1: it. out in, what, 2009, 2010? It was called Case 39.
5: Uh,
1: it was with, uh, who was it? Renee Zellweger, I think. And it was about some little girl. And basically, she ends up being a foster child. And Renee Zellweger is her caseworker, And she keeps the child for a little while. And, like, adults that are with the child, like, end up killing themselves or something like that. So basically, like, She's possessing the minds of adults and they don't even realize it. Mm. Like it's 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 a really to say that it's not a horror movie, it's a scary movie. Like it's a movie you watch and you go, This is this is good. Like it's a very interesting, it's a slow burn, but it keeps you interested. It keeps you on the right. edge of your seat. But right. the the way she, the way that little girl, what was her name in the movie? Lilith. The way Lilith just manipulated things and the way she played on the fear of the adults around her like bro. at the end you were just like yo I hope this child dies and <laughs> you're like yo like you don't want to think that about it. and the crazy thing is you don't want to think that about a kid but you go yo like somebody just popped this child just one good time Just <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had to be white <laughs> so it's, it's a, you said it's a thriller and not really a, a horror movie
1: it's labeled as a horror movie, but it ain't like it's not like horror movie scary. It's more like it's thriller more like a with yeah. scary with with parts that make you jump or parts that go ooh. But it's more like a thriller than a than a horror movie. Yeah,
4: yeah. I never heard of that. I, mm. Mine, yeah. is, I got two actually. I got um, Hob, the little kid from RoboCop two.
3: He tastes pretty
4: too. bad. Tastes <laughs> pretty bad. He was bad, and um, remember the scene in Goonies when they grabbed his hand? The guy, I can't think of his name, had a varsity jacket. He was riding his bike down the hill. Josh Brolin? Yeah,
3: Josh, yeah, Josh I Brolin.
4: I what you talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember they, they tried to get his girl back up the well and yelled, you Goonies! Man, he was like, you to me! <laughs> he was, like, he could have killed Josh, man. We're not, we, we,
5: we, we not going to go much further before we don't Mention my man Junior from Problem Child.
2: Oh yeah, oh,
5: respect yeah. my man like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> he was like the hero what, and the villain Godfrey at it? the same time.
4: Yeah. Was that Gilbert movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was terrible. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. I think he had like two other sequels after that too.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, rest gotta, in peace,
5: to John Ritter, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's
4: what I'm talking
0: about. I gotta, I gotta give an honorable yeah, mention honorable mention to uh Draco Malfoy he ain't make us want to kill him but if you was into uh, the Harry Potter movies he got on your nerves every single movie. Uh,
1: yeah he did <laughs> okay. every single even in the books he got on your
5: nerves yeah.
1: like how you get on my nerves and I'm reading
0: <laughs> and
5: yeah. Reagan, Reagan from the Exorcist might be might she might be the goat.
4: Now hold up we're gonna talk about stuff yeah. I'm in the house alone
2: <laughs> <laughs> even even though like it was uh she was possessed, so it technically was the demon yeah. that you hated. Yeah. But, yeah, she took it to another level.
5: Man, yeah, man. The stuff she was doing in the 70s, the stuff she was saying, man. Right. Yeah. Like, you masturbating with a crucifix, man.
4: That's She's setting the bar real high. I didn't know yep. she had a name, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 thanks a lot. <laughs> she here to go.
0: <laughs> Rob, for the it, rest of the day
2: it's funny man a lot of y'all went like straight up evil I kind of went more along the Tariq lines like uh, of annoying gotcha. so I was looking kind of like man one of the biggest people that got on my nerves the most um one was my man Walt Jr. in Breaking Bad uh, Flynn <laughs> oh he got on my yeah. nerves man like it's funny because I'm re-watching it and just seeing him like you can kind of see Walt's frustration like in this middle-class world when he's, you know, a genius level kind of person that's settled for being a high school school teacher. And you got your wife and your kid that are basically just annoying you all the time. Like he don't even want to be Walt Jr. He's like, no, call me Flynn. And like, <laughs> he's like calling him an asshole and stuff yeah. because he don't want to come out with his cancer. I was like, man, for a handicapped kid, yes, <laughs> I know. wanted him to get smacked, man. <laughs> he
1: was like, "Bro, I want to take that crutch and beat you with it." Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, a couple of the other ones, just to touch on real quick, did anybody watch Homeland? Yeah. The little girl on Homeland, Brody's daughter, oh, drove yeah. me nuts, man. Like anytime time the kids like are doing things that are so dumb that it's like messing up things right. in the plot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's having like literally in Homeland, it's, it's having like literal ramifications for the whole country, and she's out like doing dumb stuff. Like I hated that. Um, and of course, um, the Sopranos, oh, AJ, I
3: man, I yeah. forgot
2: how annoying AJ got, man. Like he was so lazy and, and yeah. spoiled and trying to justify like stuff because he would half listen in college and he would have these existential like things like, Oh, well, um, you can't eat meat because, and then two minutes later he's eating meat <laughs> and like yelling at his dad for not doing it because he told him to take out the trash. Like it was crazy. Exactly. Um, I don't want to do in my house. Else- oh, <laughs> walking dead like carl was my man in the comics oh, but there were times whoa. when carl got on my <laughs> nerves man and then freaking uh rick is carl carl come back <laughs> and, oh, I, I hated carl yeah. like he was better when he got older that's when I but liked. then they killed him yeah. i was like dang that, now you killed him and i actually liked yeah. him but uh like
5: carl used yeah, to get on my his nerves mother, the first his mother died that's when he yeah. turned yeah, like, yeah.
4: Right, yeah, I like the you know, when
5: he turned and then the baby came and
2: all that other yep. stuff. like you know, yeah, yeah, but AJ and Walt Jr. drove me nuts. Yeah, so and then, then about Walt,
1: you might be on to something with Walt Jr.
0: Fam,
2: <laughs> he would be like, "You're acting like a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, <you> <laughs> talk to your dad like that. <laughs>
0: So James, along those lines, I think I gotta throw the daughter from Ozark in there too because I wanted her to get smacked up at oh, least. Yes, yeah. I forgot about there her. Two man. seasons of Ozark, she got on my damn nerves. The son was she a was real probably one. yeah I love yeah, it. Son yeah, a real a
5: the daughter yeah. is
2: terrible. She was probably the worst. Yeah. She was probably the worst, even out of the people that I mentioned. Kind of AJ knew, but like she knew what her yeah. parents were involved with and the ramifications of her actions, and she was still out here like trying to pick up dudes, um, townies and stuff. And yes. you know what I mean? Like, not
0: only that, like
2: you literally know the cartel is after y'all. You act kid like acting crazy and trying to, um, what, um, emancipate yourself. Yes.
1: yes. like bro, And then not only that you went and you, in order to emancipate yourself, you had to spill all this extra juice and all this incriminating evidence on your parents. Right. Just so you could emancipate your, And you're like 16, 17, you suck it up for a year. Like, you ain't got to deal with it no more. Just chill. Like, bro, all that made me... Bro, when I watched that, getting to that part of that season, it it almost made it unwatchable because she took up so much of the show with all of her pettiness that it was like, dang, like, just leave it alone.
5: Yeah, Yeah, I kind of agree with you, Jay. Like, to all writers, message to all writers, you can make complicated, complex children that main characters got to deal with but man, you gotta tone it back at some level because man, it do impact how you watch the show. It can make you so yeah, frustrated yeah. and yeah. Uh, really push make push you to maybe question like how much you like a show because of how bad and how annoying these kids can be.
1: Yeah, cause yeah if you think about it we was just like bro like in ozark it was just like okay we're getting there we're getting there like the whole show is just amazing and then you right. get to what these three four episodes where she just takes up so much space like that I scene know. where they're at the table and there's a lawyer there and she's talking to the lawyer instead of talking to her parents and they're talking it's like y'all are all in the same room if you don't sit down and hash this out
2: Right. Like, and a real quick thing before we move on to the next segment about Ozark, man, you got to feel for Marty because it's like all the people giving him problems are the women in his life, yeah. man. Yeah. His wife, his daughter, uh, what's old it? girl? Uh, lawyer. His yeah. Old, yeah. The lawyer. Yeah. His wife's brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. You're, right. You're, right. You're Everything
2: right. right. Everything is girl problems, man. Yeah. <laughs> and
5: she was, started man. it. And she started it by cheating. Right. right. You're
1: right. You're sure right. Yo, so. <laughs> speaking of that so but marty was like a superhero cuz marty was the one that was constantly trying to make sure everything worked without yeah. everything falling yeah. apart
5: yeah and yeah. intelligence wise he definitely is like a genius like yeah right yeah so that, especially with the numbers
1: mm-hmm. and he was like he and he knew like he said it multiple times like i'm doing what i can to protect this family like we can't just get out of this yeah. so i have yeah. to do everything i can to keep us protected until there's a safe way we can get out of this so speaking of protecting if you had to pick any hero to be guardian over your hood or your city who would it be and why you know what it's, I wanna ask Rob first.
4: No. <laughs> Man, I want Rob to go first. I have you know? a answer for this one. Um, I just love Speedball, but I would pick him just because I love him. And but Professor X. Definitely going with Professor X because he can prevent before it even happens. Yeah, yeah so not not bad. that's happens. actually a yeah. really
1: good I think that's low key cheating though.
4: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you if you got some, if you got <laughs> I mean,
0: Professor X patrolling your neighborhood, said. you better have some weapons on deck or somebody that can actually help defend on deck if something come your way. Yeah. What is it, yeah. yeah. Like, what's the proximity that that people need to be in before he can let you know? Oh, somebody's about <laughs> to break into your house.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
5: exactly.
1: Like, are they, are they down the block or are they across the, are they across town? Like, there's two different things.
5: Right. You, you know, also got to think about what he might stop you from doing.
4: In your own neighborhood, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want him in my mind, you That'd be All so right. rob, rob
5: Rob, about to beat off, and <laughs> Professor X, <laughs> like, don't do that, Rob. Up. <laughs> right, right. You <laughs>
4: talking <told him> to you <laughs> your no, no more cheap okay. Yeah, that's not a
1: good idea. Rob over here, rob over here putting the piece, and Professor X is sitting in the window watching.
5: <laughs> I got to right. get a magneto helmet to beat off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. happen. Like so all, the, no all the criminals
2: would had a. Uh, <laughs> yep, yeah, all the criminals would had a low budget, like little helmets. They'd be selling out <laughs> the trunk, like,
4: <laughs> Right. right. right you know, my helmet. Well, I'll go with um the Watcher or Infinity. We go. Infinity. Okay, right. the watcher just, go watch. Yeah, the watcher he go just gonna watch. She gonna just
1: be crime be, reporting. Yeah, he
4: worse than X? <laughs> he ain't gonna be able
2: to hey. do nothing ahead of time. You seen Pookie got? <laughs> you, watcher, watcher, gonna just be like the old lady on right. the porch, man. You seen Pookie got shot? Right. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote it down. Yeah, I, hope, I hope y'all <laughs> really think
5: about the, the the circumstances of your neighborhood when you answer this question. I too. did. Yeah. I did. Yeah.
0: What you got, Dane? Um, I mean, I had a few that I thought of uh, originally when I thought about the question, the first person that came to mind was daredevil just because if he's patrolling the neighborhood, yeah. he won't actually see the people, but he'll be able to you know, tell everything going on with that sonar type of thing that he does. And, um, Yeah, I thought Daredevil, and and it and I didn't want Batman just like peering through people's windows and stuff like that. That that was that was a little little too creepy. So I went with the Daredevil route on that. The next person I thought about was Luke Cage, if I'm being honest, because I feel like he would just fit. He would just fit into the neighborhood, into the area that I live in personally, and and it 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 wouldn't have to be as corny as the TV show they had on uh, Netflix, right.
3: Hey, hey.
2: I had Luke Cage too. Cause he definitely oh, is one did? of them guys. That's what you on, think right, of first, on. cause that's what he do. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? He's kind of like that neighborhood right. superhero, hero right. for hire. He, so Luke will work yeah. out and he's a man of other exactly. people. Like he would know who was in the neighborhood, but he could handle some stuff if he needed to. Right. So. You don't
0: really need no like crazy superpower person for neighborhood type stuff. But if you did want to go right. that route, um then I'm going Black Panther because I know he can set up the technology. He can do all kinds of stuff for like preventative measures and stuff like that as well. Uh, See, I, I thought
5: about sort of similar to Luke Cage. I had the same approach, but see where I live at is suburban, but it's also like a metropolitan area too. So you got like pockets and areas that are very much like the inner city. So I felt like with that, Luke Cage being Luke Cage and being bulletproof and strong probably wouldn't be enough. I thought to a certain extent, some of these neighborhoods, you need somebody that you're going to be scared of. And so I, I picked Blade because I feel like he kind of has all of those attributes, but at the same time he has other attributes that's going to make people scared of him and be like, "Yeah, I ain't I ain't doing that because right. I don't want to mess with
0: Blade. So I thought right. I thought against Blade, I did think about Blade because I mean we, we're in generally the same type of area. Same area, so I, I did think of Blade, but oh, wow. I didn't want to go vampire because I ain't want to have to deal with the ramifications <laughs> <laughs> if something go wrong with him. But I definitely feel you
4: on that.
3: Yeah.
4: Hey man, y'all got me feeling bad over here. I ain't pick no black people. Well, I I pick Storm.
1: <laughs> Why would you pick Storm?
5: He want the sun to come out when he feel like, when he's sad. You know? Right.
1: right. Uh, no, I picked so. My area is, y'all know, I live in the South. I live in San Antonio, so, you know, with my area, it's kind of... If I go either way, I can either get into the really rich part of town, or I can get into the bad part of town. Like, 10-15 minutes either way. Like, so, with that being said, um, I think my main person would be Hancock. Mm-hmm. Because...
5: He going to be drunk. He going to be drunk. (laughs) (laughs) When you you need him, he going (laughs) to (laughs) be sleep.
1: That's the thing. It's like, because he'd be black and he fit in because it's a whole lot of non-black people here. So he'd be a black person that would fit in. But because he's black, a lot of people around here would be scared of him because he's black. So he wouldn't have to necessarily be intimidating. Um, Another person I picked simply because they can get around the city quickly and they can kind of see things and pay a little bit more attention to things that than the average person would be able to would be Flash.
5: Uh, like, yeah, I think, think know, Flash would be good for San Antonio. I don't know if y'all been. I've been before. It's so many retirees and so yeah, 20, so yeah. many old people. It's it's really it's nice. Like, it. J- Jubilee probably could do a good job in San
1: Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> J- could do a good job. But at the same time, like I said but at the same time, depending on where you go, fifteen twenty minutes down, 15, 20 minutes down the street, and you got to have Hancock and Luke Cage and all of that. Like so,
3: it's like really.
1: Yeah, like from where I live, like from where I live, Hancock or the Flash, because they'd have to be able to get around the city quickly. And Hancock could fly. And San Antonio, eh, you could pretty much run around this whole city. <laughs> so I mean,
5: they'll, they'll, they'll
4: kill they'll kill Flash around here. Hey <laughs> I
3: just, I just, I just,
4: You in Texas and you did not pick Lil' Flip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a superhero,
4: <laughs> not a superhero. Although, if
1: you asked me, high, if you asked me in high school, I would have told you Flip was a superhero. But... <laughs>
3: That's
2: funny, man. One of the fighters last night came out the fat pack,
3: <laughs> okay,
2: man. <laughs> man y'all hit most of my list man again dane um hit luke cage that was probably my my one seed and he mentioned batman but now he got me feeling like a creep because he said batman gonna be looking <laughs> in people's windows <laughs> and stuff Crash man, the front, it'll be i was kind of with
5: Batman, he gotta use yeah, batman but I mean, this, so much
2: yeah the same with blade but he got planes and stuff too yeah. but um i feel like i went with that similar to like what you did with blade because he would kind of instill some fear gotcha. in the criminals yeah um, a one that they didn't, that we didn't mention that seemed almost obvious, but maybe because he's too good old boy and cookie cutter is, um, Superman. Oh, like he can cover ground. Um, he can get stuff done without necessarily hurting people. And he's probably going to do his best to treat people equally. I don't know if he would, I guess it's Superman. So he's going to inspire faith, even in the black community. Like, I think it gives that, you know, all American role model, um,
1: let me ask you this, James. I don't mean, I mean, worry about Superman getting get turned out. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like,
1: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm gonna ask you this. Some six no. foot, some six foot five inch white man walking around your neighborhood, <laughs> you really think that entire face?
2: Man, I seen it with police, you know what I mean? Just because uh they white. I think that I think that I think Superman is uh um upstanding enough that he would, man. Anybody, anytime a kid can see that a man can fly and running around at super speed they are going to look up to him and be like yo superman is the man yeah, and i, mean, and I, I think, think
0: if, he, if, he presence, if he has a presence if he has a presence in the neighborhood i could see that
2: the only thing that with superman that you got to be careful of is like um he might be caught up off world or something flying around you know what i mean mm. like he he kind of has more of a worldwide presence
1: yeah
2: um he might leave, and then you know people getting shot, but he out fighting um, Darcy, you know,
1: <laughs> beating up Steppenwolf, yeah, like. <laughs> hey,
2: I'm- um, thinking of Cage, the other other dude I thought of too, just because they go hand in hand, is um Iron Fist,
3: yeah,
2: um, you know, local street level guy that that can handle, you know, most. Common criminals, and we would get to train with him. He'd probably have his little Iron Fist just, gym. Uh, that's and James he
1: would, <laughs> that's what James wants. Right, exactly.
2: <laughs> and he can invest in the community too. You know what I mean? He got Danny Rand, got enough money to kind of do some um programs to give back. I think the thing that
1: it seems like a common thread. Yeah, it seems like a common thread between everybody. What they picked was they want somebody that would be able to just be like, yes i want you to be able to save the world and save the day but at the end of the day like you got to be a part of the community like and right. i think that's why, yeah. i think that's why nobody picked superman because
3: yeah. Superman exactly.
1: wouldn't be that like it'd be it'd just be like it'd be like a santa claus that saves the day like he comes in every now and then he saves the day and then he leaves but exactly. you know you talking blade you talking you know when you got blade and you have um storm and jubilee and luke cage and all of that like all of those are neighborhood heroes because i honestly i thought about spider-man I, but i was I, like was i had i had have, I have miles, Morales on, my list.
0: I have miles yeah. Morales on my list
1: yeah yeah and i was like the thing is like he ain't got nowhere to swing from for here so he'd just be walking everywhere so yeah. i mean spidey can't walk like, yeah. like <laughs> Swing. But yeah, like that's
2: it. why I like the, the street level kind of heroes too, because, um, you know, it seems like they, they have a little bit more, um, attachment to the community. You know, it, it's hard. Like you said, if you're Superman or you're the Avengers or something like that, you're off planet so much, but I like the you know, the neighborhood heroes. So that's why I'm into daredevil and even Batman to a certain degree, man. Like he James just want the best writers in his neighborhood in his so he can do some
3: training. Him. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> James
0: trying to patrol with him. He trying to walk around the neighborhood with see what work out they doing. See <laughs> <laughs> how they face <laughs> to join out.
4: Yeah,
3: right,
0: right.
4: <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. Dang that pic, it reminds me of the first time we met. He was like at a bus stop, right? And he was running for the bus, and Dane tripped the fell, <laughs> and some Reese's pieces came out of his pocket. And his was white with a basket on front. His finger was glowing, and he was like, Dane's leg. I said, "Hold up, Dane!" I pulled out my cellular device. I said, "You want to phone home?" And then I'm good. And uh, he touched his leg and. I don't Let's know go if
2: go make his ass on his brain
4: now for those picks. go make Dane E.T. Right. E. <laughs> so you turned Dane into E.T. fam.
1: Well, on know. that note. <laughs> yo, I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, we did. We had to, we had to. Yo, on that note, this has been another episode. Y'all, we are already finishing up episode seven. Yo, that's what's up, man. Time
2: flies, man. This, yeah. Yo,
1: it's been a blast. This has been yeah. another episode of the Black Cinematic Universe. Y'all have a safe flight home. We are out.